By many economists in the world, Ukraine is considered to be a so-called small open economy. This podcast interviews the real people in Kiev to share their life and work, as well as showing the interesting places, events, art, culture, and economic opportunities in Kiev. The goal is to help more foreign investors discover the reality of life in the capital of Ukraine so that the Ukraine economy receives more foreign investments, which creates more opportunities for the Ukrainian people to have a better future. My guest today is Max Sukhar. Max has a master's degree in finance from the Kiev School of Economics, was a member of the Norwegian-Ukrainian Chamber of Commerce, was a senior analyst at PNS Capital Private Equity Fund in Ukraine. He worked with the top management at AXA Insurance Ukraine to develop their strategic planning and is now a partner at Interglobal where he does international business development for B2B businesses. Max has lived in Cherkasy, Kiev, and Odessa inside Ukraine. Max, how are you today? Uh, hi, Abdulaziz. I'm quite fine. How are you? I'm doing well and happy to speak with you. So you. to give a bit of context, what is the story that made you the Max that we know today? Uh, yeah, basically, um, uh, I, uh, I have been living uh, in Ukraine since my childhood, since my birth date. And uh, uh, really, um, I uh, graduated, uh, I, I, have, I have almost three uh, higher educations. Uh, I graduated uh, finance first in Cherkasy, lived there uh, in, this, in the center of Ukraine. Then I... Uh, uh, worked for some time for a couple of years as a government employee in the uh, state uh, states uh, in the uh, Ukrainian analog of uh, a state exchange commission, like in the United States, uh, in the regional office. Uh, then, after that, I uh, uh, entered uh, the Kiev School of Economics in uh, Kiev, relocated to Kiev to get some Western uh, education there and be exposed to Western uh, style um, culture and uh, opportunities for employment. And uh, after uh, the education was in English after I graduated Kiev School of Economics. After two years of uh, study, I, uh, I started working in uh, Horizon Capital uh, Private Equity Fund, which is one of the two largest private equity funds in Ukraine. Worked there for some time, uh, then uh, changed my job to, uh, the, to another private equity fund, which is PNS Capital, which is from Slovenia in Ukraine. And uh, after that, I uh, started my, uh, started my uh, consulting practice, uh, helping companies from around the world to uh, get to Ukraine uh, in order to do business here, to sell some goods or services. And also helping Ukrainian companies to expand globally. Uh, besides, I have two levels of chartered financial analyst uh, professional qualification passed. Uh, so that's how I do about, about life, about job and about my um, what, what I do. I love that introduction and you are a very interesting character. So to ask you a question that comes to my mind, I am sure with your qualifications you could have lived anywhere else in the world, but you believe 
in the economy of Ukraine and you even help businesses come and export to Ukraine and Ukrainian businesses export to the outside. Why do you believe in the potential of Ukraine? I'm sure you'll say many good and positive things. And why did you choose to stay and live in Ukraine if you had the opportunity to live anywhere else? Uh, well, Ukraine, um, uh, you know, uh, you, uh, uh, by many economies in the world, Ukraine is considered to be a so-called small open economy. Uh, small because it's relatively not big compared to uh, big behemoths like China, United States, uh, India, whatever. And uh, open because it's quite open to the world in terms of trade uh, and uh, not only trade, but also uh, Ukrainian people work uh, around the world, as you mentioned, and uh, uh, they work in many companies and uh, as well as uh, many people from around the world work here. Uh, they come to Ukraine for management positions. Uh, and uh, so Ukraine is quite open. And um, uh, because of that, uh, the opportunities for export and the opportunities for imports are quite uh, big here. Not only in um, in commodities, but also in many uh, industrial goods and uh, services and uh, uh, companies offering some kind of more sophisticated solutions uh, here and from here. Uh, so, um, uh, because uh, because uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, uh, nonetheless, even though it's quite open, still um, it's uh, not yet fully integrated into the global um, uh, into the global. Uh, economy because of its uh, Soviet Union past and it still has some time to um, to be more open. Yeah, uh, that is why uh, I see a lot of opportunities for business here, both um, uh, for for uh, for for imports, both for exports and uh, all all other uh, interesting business development opportunities. So uh, yeah, it's uh, our it's our. Um, it's our platform, it's uh, our uh, base, yeah. Uh, my company, uh, we work not only uh, within Ukraine, but also we have some uh, some some partners in uh, Poland and Romania. So we also do business uh, in uh, Eastern, uh, Eastern Europe. So, um, yeah, because there are many opportunities here and uh, you need to be here in order to uh, do business uh, here. Uh, it's... Uh, quite difficult to do business in Ukraine being not uh, in Ukraine. I agree with you 100%. And I believe Ukraine will play a big part in the future of the economy of the world. So the work you are doing is very, very valuable. And to share a bit more of details for people who might not be aware of all the opportunities, can you speak about some promising sectors in Ukraine that you believe will be the next big thing and which opportunities usually or industries or products or such things are you now involved with and working on growing? Okay, uh, basically uh, in Ukraine, um, there are, I, I, I would um, qu qualify uh, like three uh, target uh, mega sectors, I would say, yeah. Um, uh, these are... Uh, even four, I would say. These are uh, agriculture. Uh, these are all kinds of production. Uh, these are infrastructure. And uh, these are services. Uh, 
so uh, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, in terms of infrastructure uh, ukraine is um, uh, many many uh, many uh, opportunities in ukraine have already been um, been realized in infrastructure like for example in uh, electricity generation and distribution so uh, it's either a, gov- a government monopoly or it's uh, it's been um, it's been already owned by some uh, some uh, oligarchs or bigger companies and uh, uh, but still uh, for example in some uh, niche uh, in some niche sec- subsectors of uh, infrastructure uh, uh, you still have a lot of opportunities for example small uh, small hydro generation uh, oil and uh, oil and gas opportunities uh, which is in ukraine is not a dominant sector but still uh, you have some opportunities here i some of my friends from Norway, uh, they uh, explore opportunities here in uh, hydroelectricity. In, uh, uh, in I mean, small, small, uh, small electrical um, dams and small electrical generation facilities uh, in oil and gas, uh, small oil and gas uh, uh, industries, uh, and. Uh, uh, that's quite promising uh, se- sector. Uh, besides, uh, uh, besides, uh, there are a lot of opportunities in the uh, in, in the road infra- infrastructure. Recently, Ukraine started to invest more and more uh, money into rebuilding its road infrastructure, and uh, which is uh, not very good condition uh, yet, uh, and. Uh, we have uh, Ukrainian government have uh, also started to explore opportunities of concession, so that uh, to in order to get um, uh, Pedro uh, to get um, uh, foreign investors into Ukrainian uh, road infrastructure building uh, in, uh, and get their money back by uh, charging people uh, tolls uh, tolls payment for using these roads. So uh, the companies who typically win the Government tenders here in the road infrastructure are um, uh, there are few, not a lot of them. They know how to deal with the uh, government tenders, with, with big tenders. Uh, but still, uh, I, suge- I assume that there are many, many, many uh, myriad of uh, sub uh, subcontractors working for them, uh, which um, uh, which offer more open uh, potential partnership opportunities for smaller companies, medium-sized companies from, from abroad. Uh, many such companies in Ukraine, they uh, are quite uh, have quite open management and they might be looking for investors because uh, funding opportunities in Ukraine are quite uh, quite limited and it's very uh, dif- it's, it's difficult and expensive to get some funding from uh, the bank, for example, and the equity market is almost, the public equity market is almost non-existent. Despite we have a stock exchange, but it's uh, still it's, uh, it's something something different than stock exchange in terms of equity trading uh, of real, real companies. Uh, and um, yeah, so that's that's the that's the, the infrastructure sector. If we talk about the agriculture, in which we have currently many projects for um, for companies from around the world coming here with the agrochemicals uh, with uh, pesticides with some biological products for advanced uh, biotechnology uh, in agriculture in treating plants uh, these are uh, 
for example, inoculants, uh, these live bacteria for soybean, uh, uh, and many other advanced uh, things like things for helping plants not being uh, uh, harmed or killed by drought. And um, um, so uh, we uh, help our, our clients get here and explore business opportunities, realize business opportunities. And we have quite some success in that. And uh, the agriculture sector is quite huge. And people, um, it's one of the top exporters in Ukraine. Ukraine top export, export uh, industries is uh, basically, there are many of them, but two, typically two, which are the, the main uh, the main in- export industries in Ukraine is uh, this metallur- metallurgy and uh, agriculture. Uh, and the, in terms of agriculture, it's everything, starting from grains, uh, oils, uh, many, many, many other products, which are not only raw materials, but also some, uh, some processed foods and things like that. And um, the opportunities here are quite big, especially for uh, pl- plants, for uh, for for far for farming uh, and uh, ukraine has uh, made some uh, improvements in terms of uh, opening the land market for uh, for for legal legalizing making it um, legal to buy and sell land uh, yeah it has some limitations uh, for uh, because it's restricted for foreign citizens but still it doesn't um, uh, preclude it uh, in the past, even the lack of such market. Uh, it doesn't preclude it in the past for companies uh, from all around the world, like NCH, for example, from private uh, private, private equity operator uh, has uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, one of the top three biggest agri holdings in Ukraine, like uh, 300 to 400,000 hectares. Ukraine is uh, has uh, um, many, many agro holdings, uh, which are very concentrated and uh, it helps um, uh, for, on, from one side it, it's more difficult uh, to get into business with them because they have uh, negotiation power from the other side it's uh, very uh, promising because you have to deal with uh, some systematic approach and uh, uh, some uh, science-based approach on their side and you just have to be uh, rational and uh, uh, you have to uh, to work in a rational and um, uh, systematic way in order to get uh, and do business with them. And uh, they, um, uh, for example, it's not like in Romania where you have uh, thousands and tens of thousands of farmers uh, and not a lot of agroholdings. And you need to deal with like FMCG market in, agri- in agriculture in order to sell some products uh, in, Rom- in Romania in agriculture. In Ukraine, it's a little bit different because we have maybe like 50 or 100 agro holdings with uh, more than 20,000 hectares at least and uh, hundreds of uh, small uh, average size companies and uh, uh, so there is a lot of opportunities both for retail and both for dealing with big bigger players uh, if we talk about the manufacturing sector ukraine still uh, even though it has some problems with um, uh, with the uh, conflict in the east, which uh, has uh, we, we lost uh, some uh, industrial uh, base there in Donetsk, uh, for example, which was very industrialized region. Um, uh, it uh, it has a lot of uh, uh, manufacturing and processing uh, potential uh, all all around the country. And uh, Ukraine um, exports a lot of uh, 
products of manufacturing and processing industry. Um, so there are opportunities there. Uh, Ukraine has a population of 40 million people, so uh, opportunities for FMCG players, for food and beverage players here are huge. Uh, Ukraine has uh, uh, has uh, quite a lot of uh, like most countries in the world maybe, but still uh, Ukraine has um, um, many people living in the cities. Most of our people live in the cities. Uh, we have five cities uh, or four cities, more than one million people, and we have tens of cities, uh, more than two hundred thousand people. So. Uh, 25, 25 regions. We have many, many, many cities uh, with uh, a lot of people there uh, concentrated, and uh, the logistics. Uh, yeah, coming back to the um, uh, infrastructure sector, the logistics sector is uh, booming in Ukraine. It's quite easy and cheap to uh, move your goods. Um, uh, so uh, okay, uh, to move your goods from one location to another location, and a lot of e-commerce. Um, uh, companies uh, are developing very fast, so e-commerce is booming uh, because uh, it's easy to buy something which is located in uh, on the warehouse in uh, Lviv, for example, and move it to uh, Nikolaev uh, in the south of uh, Ukraine uh, just in a cup in in the matter of uh, uh, two days uh, or one day, even if it's between the regional centers, uh, or three days if it's even in the village. Or something like that, and it's quite cheap. It's uh, in terms of uh, tens uh, or ten, tens of It's like for five for five dollar you can move goods uh, which are purchased uh, uh, in the other side uh, side of the country. Um, and then we move to the services sector. Yes, um, we have a lot. Uh, the, the 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 most promising services sector is IT. Uh, we have uh, both. Uh, Product companies which uh, develop products, and we have huge uh, industry for uh, offering services, uh, for programmers for outsourcing, uh, doing programmer, programming for uh, for all uh, biggest players, biggest uh, uh, companies from around the world, Fortune 500, Forbes 2000, these companies. Uh, they uh, buy uh, services of programmers from Ukraine. So Ukraine is like a European India uh, in terms of programming, and it's huge. Uh, the sector is very big. I, I would say, maybe I'm wrong with the number, but I would say it's something like 300,000 or something uh, programmers working in Ukraine, maybe more. I, I, I'm not sure about the number, but the, 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 the scale is something like that. Um, and um, yeah, as I said, uh, it's also related to your commerce because these programmers they work not only for foreign companies; they work for local companies. We have a lot of designers. We have a lot of a lot of uh, programmers working developing uh, websites, e-commerce uh, sites uh, for local companies, for local retail. Uh, so, if you if you see uh, on the websites of Ukrainian companies. Typically, they are quite uh, beautiful. Yeah, there are some ugly, but typically they are beautiful and they are well designed. So that uh, because it's quite uh, easy to hire local uh, talent to do this, uh, develop these uh, uh, services for your business here. 
yeah uh, english english speaking uh, population is a huge benefit uh, not a lot of people speak english in ukraine but if you talk about the people like in it sector a lot of them speak english uh, yeah so ukraine uh, is getting more and more open with regard to the uh, world economy Thank you. That's fascinating, actually. And so many things are so correct that I noticed by being in Ukraine. And to ask you a more specific question, let's say a foreign investor contacts your company and they want to work with you. What services do you provide? Like, what are the things that your company does? And maybe you can also speak about uh, Ukrainian businesses that might be listening and want to contact you. What services and benefits do you offer them at your company? Um, yeah, the the services we provide for foreign companies and local companies are similar but a little bit different. Uh, for foreign companies, typically we uh, uh, suggest uh, uh, doing market research first because uh, Ukraine is... Um, uh, it's promising, but there are some risks uh, involved, and uh, these opportunities um, should be carefully studied. Uh, some companies could manufacture a lot of products uh, in Germany or some other country, for example, some exporter from Germany. But uh, uh, in Ukraine, you need to be, um, uh, in order to be successful here, uh, you need to uh, carefully choose what you are going to offer in the market and to whom. Um, like in, in any other country, but uh, in, in, there are many opportunities which are yet undeveloped in Ukraine, but still you need to be careful in terms of what uh, on what you focus your attention. Uh, so we uh, help them with market research. Uh, these are everything, like uh, where is the demand, uh, what is the pricing of uh, competitor products, uh, who is uh, the largest uh, importers, distributors, and things like that. Uh then we can help them with uh, finding uh, and negotiating with the top management of the uh, importers, distributors, uh, some strategic partners. If, the, if it's not about the imports of products, but if it's about the services or some solutions-based uh, business, uh, then we can deal uh, with, um, for example, we had a project with... Uh, uh, getting uh, a Polish company with uh, within the tele uh, within the um, uh, telecom sector with uh, top Ukrainian telecom operators, with the management of telecom operators in Ukraine, uh, and uh, so uh, we help them engage and uh, get together and meet uh, or meet online uh, if if we are talking about the COVID uh, nineteen situation right now. And then we help them negotiate uh, strategic partnerships. Uh, in the end, uh, we help them uh, move along uh, the business uh, relations, relation because uh, sometimes you need to keep uh, things uh, updated uh, to help your client over the next few years after you signed any agreement with the local business partner. Or, and started doing business because things change. Uh, the uh, there is some uh, some um, uh, each party has its own agenda, even if they are partners. And everyone and we we uh, we are working on the side of our uh, client uh, and help them uh, with uh, market updates, uh, with uh, uh, business intelligence uh, and things like that, with negotiations, with uh, helping sol solve uh, some. Conflict situation, I wouldn't say it's uh, like uh, uh, some 
big conflicts, or, but still, uh, sometimes you have something to, uh, to discuss with your business partner. And uh, we help uh, also, in order to choose the right partner, we do background checks, we do um, uh, background checks of uh, finding what, what, what is the best partners and what partners you shouldn't involve with. Um, for Ukrainian companies, we do the same, uh, but uh, with focus mostly uh, with focus uh, mostly on uh, strategy. And uh, because Ukrainian companies they don't uh, understand um, a lot of them, they uh, they are not uh, sophisticated in terms of business, and uh, uh, a lot of them are small and medium enterprises, which we. Uh, which we help, uh, uh, which we help develop the export capabilities. I, w- I would say they are, they are not very they are, they are well well uh, they are well developed in terms of business, but they are not not very well developed in terms of exports. And we help them improve that uh, that capability. For um, for with foreign companies, we work uh, mostly with uh, medium sized plus and bigger cor- even corporations having hundreds of uh, millions of dollars uh, in revenue. Uh, private equity investors, public companies, uh, private companies uh, from all around the world. Yeah. I salute your work. It's something absolutely important and wonderful. And the Ukrainian people deserve the benefits that you're doing by helping the Ukrainian companies get better and more sophisticated at exporting, which will bring more money flowing into the country. And we are helping foreign investors have a better and more successful experience when they come to Ukraine. So that's absolutely great. Can you share if someone wishes to come and contact you or get in touch or work with you where can they find you where can they find your company and what is the best way to connect with you uh basically the best way to connect with me is uh, uh, fa- fa- uh is is uh, to find me on linkedin unfortunately our current website which is interglobal.biz is currently under development and but we plan to uh to make it uh, public, uh, updated updated public uh, website uh, in January or February next year. And uh, but uh, now you can contact me um, uh, in LinkedIn, which is Maxim Sukhar or Max Sukhar, uh, and uh, just Google it, and you will find my contacts and get in touch with me. Uh, we are located in Odessa. Uh, but uh, we are doing business uh, all over Ukraine, and uh, we have a part, uh, an associate partner in Kyiv. So, in case we need uh, to uh, to contact or have some uh, presence related to doing anything related to business in Kyiv, uh, we have physical presence over there. Thank you. I will make sure in the description to put a link to your LinkedIn. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you here today, Max. Uh, the same with me, Abdulaziz. Uh, thank you very much for your time and uh, having this discussion.